Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news. In between this and our last episode, a new streaming service launched. Are you referring to Disney Plus? Yeah, I am referring to Disney Plus. Have you downloaded the app and signed up yet? I have. I did it Tuesday morning. That's when we got it here in Australia. What was it? November... What was it? Uh, 17th, 18th? Oh, fail. Doesn't matter. But the day that it came out... It's been and gone. I was that excited. (laughs) Before (laughs) I went to work work, that morning, I got it all set up, and then I turned it all off, and I went to work and thought about it. All that. Had a flick through though, tried to see. Had a quick look. Yeah, had didn't a quick really look. play anything. Set up your accounts, I imagine. Or do you just have one account for your family? I've got one account for me, Daddy. We've, <laughs> I've got kids. Oh, We've, Daddy. <laughs> I, I just left the default uh, classic Mickey. Hmm. And then I set up one for my daughter and gave uh, the Simba from the Lion King pick. Fantastic. That's weird. I have Spider Man is mine and the wife is Simba. Oh, right, there you go. Mm, Simba, classic. Uh, Lion King, popular in both our households. It's happening. Some great stuff, though, and uh, we do have some recommends later. So maybe, I don't know, should we talk about some things that we've watched or not? I've got a feeling. I've not even written anything down for my recommend. I haven't because, either, because I'm worried I don't want to double up. Yeah, but... I think there's two contenders, and between us, we will say them both. I'm going to like go hell weird and be like, I'm going to recommend Darkwing Duck or something. <laughs> something bonkers. I watched Gargoyles. I watched the, the, two, the first, first two episodes. Disney Plus. I watched the first two. Whoa. It's a five-parter. <laughs> Who does that? So I need to go back and finish I three, just, four, and five. I had to go and do things with my life, but there's heaps of good stuff. It's like nostalgia, man, the childhood. It's everything. They've even got the... Um, the ha- oh, what is it? The the Ducktales follow up, Quack Pack, where it's Huey, <laughs> Dewey, and Louie as teenagers. I've never seen it, but I love that it's on there. I mean, there's so much, and I'm kind of okay with the fact that there's not everything, and including the shows. There's not every show. Like, where's the Aladdin TV show? I was That's a good point. Was uh, you know holding out for it, but it's not on there. I'm assuming uh, eventually they'll launch it when you know subscriptions well, start to dwindle. this is the initial launch. And even before the app was live, they were saying it won't be everything more to yeah. come. But I forgot they made a Hercules TV series. It's so good. It's decent. Have you gone back and watched it? We watched one episode tonight, the first episode. And yeah, I was like, this is really funny. There's so much stuff on Smart, there clever. that I want to get stuck into like, I really want to watch I just don't have the so time stuff, yeah. nor the data to use on it but did you find like we're both excited I, f- I feel like we live in a pop culture bubble yes and I just went out into the world and not many people knew that Disney oh, like, Plus was happening all the people or work, what it was you know they were like oh Jace what are you up to this weekend I said to them you know like, oh, I'm going on the piss I'm doing this but the most of the weekend will be spent watching Disney Plus have you guys downloaded it got it signed up yet and they're all like Oh, no, no, yeah, heard about it, though, you know, yeah, yeah. Come Monday today, went to work again, and, and they were like, hey, we got Disney+. Plus. It's amazing. So, for whether, Christmas, you know. I, I bought my daughter The Lion King 2 and 3 on Blu-ray. What a waste of time. And fortunately, I still had the receipt. Oh, so you returned them, did you? I returned them oh. because they are on Disney+. Plus. So she can watch them any time, really. Although we are restricting it. We're getting a bit off track here, but we're, I'm restricting <laughs> it so we she can watch it on weekends. So it's not like all the oh, time. Actually, yeah. 
But yeah, I took the the movies back to JB Hi-Fi, and the you know the young girl there, she's like, oh, was there a problem? You know, was it a gift? And I was honest. Got Disney Plus. I've got no need. What for did these. she say? As a as an employee of a DVD she physical said media provider, that she also has Disney Plus. Initially thought it was just a kids app until she found out that The Simpsons seasons one to twenty nine were on there. <gasps> Do you know what? I realised that there is a season of The Simpsons. For the majority of it, I had never seen. How has that even happened? I don't know. Well, you see, with the DVDs, they went up to season 17, then they stopped. We only recently got 18, and even then, I was like, when I was watching Ash, I was like, oh, I don't remember half of these episodes. But we went and looked at season 19, which, again, not on physical media. And, yeah, just had never watched it. That season came out right after the movie, which is when I started working for the first time in my life, you know, like in year 12, end of high school sort of thing. I was I was not home at nights. It was before my internet was good enough to... I'm saying too much about what I do in my spare time. But anyway, you know, I now make sure I watch all The Simpsons, however I do it, legally, of course. But, yeah, that whole season just missed. And I feel like I've been living a lie. But now you can catch up. And I'm doing that. You just need time. I need time so and better internet. Disney Plus, <laughs> we... Are clearly enjoying <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to it, and it's here, and I'm not disappointed. Let's talk about some trailers then. Yeah, let's on. do the show. <laughs> let's do, let's the, do the, show. the show. There's a trailer for a movie called Scoob, and this is the never-before-told stories of Scooby-Doo's origins. I like the, for the most part, until you pointed one. Very bad design floor out, but I like the Fred's design. Ascot. Yeah, I like the designs <laughs> of everything else that's going on, and I didn't notice until you told me. And I was like, that's, "It's very noticeable. It, it's horrible because everyone else is pretty much one of these things is not like the other. It is so obvious. Is like bang on what they should look like. But I do like the animation style. Until watching this trailer, I forgot that it was the wider Hanna Barbera universe. Right. Because it ends with them at Blue Falcon's base. And earlier in the trailer, when they're trick-or-treating, Fred, although it's Shaggy, is dressed as Blue Falcon. And Scooby is Dino Mutt. And I think Daphne is Wonder Woman. That is broad. That is broad. But overall, the trailer, I I liked it. I liked what I saw. I didn't think it was that funny or not super appealing. It's the first trailer, and I think it looks fun, but when we first see Scooby-Doo as a puppy and young Shaggy, I'm like, oh, cool, I've not seen this before. And I was like, hang on a minute, a pup named Scooby-Doo. I used to watch that show as a kid. I have seen this before. <laughs> I've seen them as kids before. But of but, course... But then meeting, or they were established? Maybe they would... I didn't watch, like, I don't think, every single episode like we do today. Yeah, I just watched it when it, when it was on. Named Scooby-Doo. But I'm sure it would have seen the meeting for the first time, but... It's clean animation. The characters look like the characters. I think it looks fun. I'm hoping it, it is, you know, one of those movies where it's not just for kids. It's for everyone. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's Scooby-Doo, though. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, Gold <laughs> Scoob. I, I don't know. It doesn't look as though it's trying to reach the parents, although most Need animated movies now do. supernatural audience. But it looks fun, though. It, and it looks like Scooby-Doo. as. I don't know about the title still. Scoob. You know what it is. So there's that. All right, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, right, I thought you were going somewhere. <laughs> no. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. The I guess the only reason we're talking about this 
is because this is the second trailer, but they they did it. We they redesigned Sonic, and by redesign I mean they just use the classic design. And apparently it was over inflated where people were speculating about how much these redesigns cost and apparently it was a lot less than people realise. <laughs> uh, yeah, it probably didn't cost much at all. Robotnik, again, Jim Carrey in this looks funny. When he first sees Sonic, his response is hilarious. Hey, yeah, um, Jim Carrey's a lot funnier and more appealing as Robotnik in, in this trailer than in the original one as well. well. We get to see a lot more of him, but it's it seems like classic Jim Carrey. Yeah, like and, that's, and that's what I want, because we've not had classic Jim Carrey, like that 90s comedy Jim Carrey, for a long time. Even though they've done the redesigns, I don't need a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> As a kid on the Mega Drive, I was a big fan of the games. I'm going to watch this for Jim Carrey, but I, Sonic isn't doing anything for me. And then you've got James Marsden. It's like, oh, I thought you'd turn the corner. You was in TV <laughs> shows like Westworld. Yeah. You were doing, oh, what was that? Um, the Death Show with Christina Applegate. That was good and he yes. was in that. <laughs> but he was doing proper stuff. And now it's like he's gone back to his hop days. Oh, Remember yeah. that Easter Bunny movie you did? Yeah. This is more of that. Watch it every Easter. No, I don't. Um, I do like Russell Brand in there, but still, although it worked <laughs> in that movie, it. it's like I don't know. I thought his career was, and this I hopefully think, will be a big move. But I thought he was doing proper stuff now. I think the consensus is right that I think we can all agree that Sonic looks fantastic now. It looks how he should have in the first place. A big tick to that, but the movie still looks pretty average <laughs> like no one really asked for this yes i'll watch it i don't um, know why i'm getting so wound up about james marsden's career choices are you're just looking out for the guy <laughs> i you guess just, marsden what are you doing sort yourself out maybe you just really wanted to work with he might really Jim like Carrey. sonic yeah maybe I mean, really like sonic yeah what's the quote with sonic that's it wants to get some golden rings oh i mentioned uh, Velma, not Velma. daphne dresses wonder woman bit of a dc connection with scoob you also get one in here you got Sonic reading a Flash comic, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He was reading at super speed. I don't think our next trailer has anything to do with DC Comics. <laughs> but the first two do. Do you reckon the Invisible Man... Is the Invisible Man a, a DC... I oh, know, not this one, but <laughs> is there a, an is Invisible there? Man? There's got to be somewhere under some DC label. think so. Oh, you know what? The Gentleman Ghost. Very good. A DC Close <laughs> enough. So The Invisible Man is... Well, well this is the first trailer that we got. Uh, stars Elizabeth Moss. Um, and it's an unnerving, brutal take on H.G. Wells' classic science fiction novel. So I guess much like the the Kevin Bacon... Was it Kevin Bacon? Hollow Man. That was a good film. Hollow Man. Same thing? Idea, that was premise, or...? Different to this, that again was... And Elizabeth Shin was in that as well. She was good. Yeah. It was a like a modern retelling of the classic. Still based and that's what on the HG Wells thing, isn't it? But I guess the extra thing they're doing here, and I said to you before you watched the trailer, I stopped the trailer because I felt as I was seeing far too much twists I, and turns. I did the same thing. Um, I don't know where I was. Probably not even a minute into it, but I got the idea. I got the vibes. I got the what they were doing with the the, the horror, and, the, and I was like, cool, I'm in, and now I'm out. As I mean, in, I'm out of the trailer, but I'm in for the movie. Instead of doing a straightforward, if you can do a straightforward Invisible Man movie, <laughs> instead of just doing that, what they're doing instead is saying, here's a character, she's been told that if she can keep her sanity, 
she can have five million dollars yeah but what the invisible man is going to do is try and drive her insane right i didn't get that from the trailer at all I just got that he was a crazy psychopath. I got that from the trailer. That's the opening. It's sort of like, I know things didn't work out between you two, but he's left you $5 million under the conditions that you can pass a psychiatric test. You know, I definitely just missed that whole bit of That was the first 30 seconds of the trailer. So that's your basic setup. And that's why she's gradually throughout the trailer to the point where I did have to stop because I felt as though we're seeing far (laughs) too much. But she was going crazier and crazier, at least to the uh, friends she was going crazy, but right. we, the audience, know this guy is really there. And I she's think going I just place. He's clearly still alive, and she jumped to the conclusion: he's made himself invisible. <laughs> he's found out a way. I'm in. I want to watch it. So all, I, all I got was stop showing me trailers. He's a crazy me. person. He means to harm her, and he's invisible. That was the premise to me, and I was like, cool. I mean, I got distracted by the the Blumhouse like label logo, so that was the hook, and I'm like, yeah. Um, well, a friend. Or- of hers or his or whoever in the trailer makes reference to what one of his talents is getting inside people's heads. And that's what they're doing. So that her friends are saying, he's clearly not here, but what he is, what he is doing is haunting you from beyond. Ooh. It's all in your head. So we're going to see her spiral and go <laughs> crazy, but she's being manipulated by the Invisible Man. You know, speaking of Blumhouse, I won't... I'll mention it here because I'm not recommending it because it's not worthy of that. But, um... A recent Blumhouse movie I watched was Countdown. Never heard of it. Wow. Okay, so just a a movie where there's this app that they download and it tells you when you're going to die. So it's like a clock. Sort of like uh, Final Destination meets uh, Happy Death Day, maybe. You've just named two films I like. (laughs) (laughs) What does it equal? Countdown. Countdown. (laughs) Is it not good? No, it's fun. I mean, it's shit, but it's fun. It's like fun shit. It's Blumhouse. It's it's uh, it's perfect for a Friday night. Take your partner. I Go learned, on a date. Just... I, honestly, I learned very early on not to watch every Blumhouse. <laughs> <laughs> there's some good ones. Yeah. And then there's ones like... Countdown. <laughs> yeah, Countdown. I've not seen Countdown. I started watching Hush, and I know there's like a Blumhouse TV series or where they produce... Like an anthology series. I just, I don't need it all. Hopefully The Invisible Man is uh, worthy of... I've got hopes for it. I mean, it's it's the guy uh, that did Saw and Upgrade from last year. Well, and we Lee, liked Upgrade. Lee Wendell. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, let's get into movie news then. And we're starting with The Batman. It's official. Matt Reeves has confirmed that Andy Serkis will play Alfred Pennyworth in The Batman. I... Love this casting. I really like Circus as an actor. Obviously, he you know made his career in motion capture, but he's a really good actor. You know, like um, I kind of go to the the Alfred that we got in the TV series Gotham, where you know Alfred was portrayed That's more of an Andy Circus type. Yeah, yeah, you know, like a sort of bulked up, more physical sort of threat in that character. I think Andy Circus, you know, he bulked up for Age of Ultron. You know, like he was... But you know what? And Black Panther. You know, like he... he... You don't need to bulk up for Alfred. Uh, look at the... Not in... Look at the Pennyworth TV series. The actor in that is absolutely fantastic. He's tall, he's lanky, but he's, he's capable. It's about having the skill set. 
He's out. I haven't watched the show. So he's that. What? So he's a small dude, but he's yeah. He's, he's like, kicking. I think he's like mid mid to late twenties. He's ex SAS. He's got his mates. There's you know there's shit going down. Skills and not. It's a good, it's a good show, but yeah, he's not he's not ripped. Like he's not a bolt. Yeah. you know, bolt up guy. And Alfred doesn't need to be not bold, but just like have a bit of solid build to him. And it's I mean, like... he doesn't need a beer gut, but he doesn't need to be <laughs> like in bodybuilding shape. I just think Andy Serkis sort of fits it well. I think he does. I really do like him for the part. Colin Farrell is in talks to play the Penguin. I think he might have got it because there was conversations about him being in talks and then you've had Danny DeVito online stating how he's he approves of... Him taking oh, on the role of the Penguin. They, now they've got to do it. Now they've got I to. mean, if DeVito says so, and apparently him and Farrell go back and the mates. I can picture, well, uh, Dumbo. They were yeah, in but even were before, they in then, before then. Um, maybe just outside of movies. I don't They're know. Just friends friends. In but I can picture Colin Farrell in like, you know, with like a cane and like a, a penguin type big suit, like coat thing. I mean, I'm loving, <laughs> I'm loving the cast. <laughs> the talent. You know, we mentioned it last time when there was already a bucket load of talent, but it just keeps, it just keeps going. I really want to see this Batman movie. But here's, we've even got another villain lined up. So Matt Reeves has shared that John Turturro will play crime lord Carmen Falcone. Really like it. Like, yeah. I mean, Carmine, but that's okay. What did I say? Carmen. That's okay. Yeah, there are. And I thought Carmine Falcone. And I thought I was going to stumble on Falcone. I thought you were going to be like, <laughs> it's Falcone. <laughs> I mean, they said his name so many times on the TV show Gotham. And do you know what? I'm pretty sure they said it differently in Batman Begins. So. Oh, really? Yeah. That was. Um, I'm blanking on and his name. And you can't go to Gotham as a reference for how they say. Sure, that. you can. What is it? Raish Al Ghul? Oh, that's not just Gotham. That's everybody. Raz Al Ghul, Raish Al Ghul. I think they're the two. <laughs> but people say it differently. But that's, yeah, that's some cool casting news for Batman. We mentioned last time how they've got Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, who else? We've got Paul Dano as Riddler, and then Arpats, Batman. What a cast. Arpats. What a cast. Robert Batterson. I've got some Joker 2 news. It's not happening. Thank you, and thank <laughs> it you is, for it is not happening. And thank you for standing that because I'm sick of seeing oh, these headlines. It's, it's still happening. There are headlines literally saying Joker two confirmed. Like the sequel. it all started oh, with the Hollywood Reporter that ran a story on something that Todd Phillips kind of said, <laughs> and they just ran with it, and then all the other news outlets jumped. And on what board. did he say? He was like, "I'm not 100 against doing it." I might <laughs> talk to Joaquin Phoenix about it, and then people are like, ooh, they're having conversations. <laughs> Joker 2 confirmed! And then there was talks of them working on a separate DC villain origin story. No, and like, we said if they were to do some sort of follow-up or try... That's what I'd like. That's what we want. Whether it's in the same world, but something of the same sort of tone... Something unique like the Joker was, and that's what it is. But do you know what? Looking at the box office of Joker, I kind of wouldn't even blame them if they... No, the I wouldn't. Turn around I was, was like, glad we've got to do it. That they're not, because often we'll watch a comic book movie and the desire would be there for them to make another one. Like, oh, come on, do another one. With Joker, don't want it. The desire was actually, as much as I loved it, um, and spoilers for our review, I, I guess, 
But as much as I loved it, it was, don't make another Perfect. one. Perfect. My desires like, were, do not make one. Because there's nothing they can do in a sequel that will... I, I just don't think... I think that's it. Like You're not going to make yeah. the story better. You're either going to make an okay movie or a worse movie. Speaking of an okay movie... No, I don't know. Uh, Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam will officially release December 21, 20. 21. Now we know. I mean, it's about it's, time, isn't it? it? I mean, it's far away. <laughs> like, it's not close, but this movie has been talked about for the longest time. Is Dwayne The Rock Johnson like the longest serving DC actor at this time? No, the, these conversations <laughs> were happening after Man of Steel. A couple of movies, maybe, after Man of Steel. Okay, so, have you, have so you Henry heard? Cavill was still Henry in the Cavill, league. it was interviewed, I think, for like Men's Health magazine. And he was asked about The Witcher and also about Superman. And he stated that he's, he's not ready not to, ready hang, up to the hang up the cape. Yeah, yeah. like he's, he's not done with the character. Well, that's Come on, he... Warner Brothers. Your Superman wants to be Superman. Let him fly. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag let Superman fly. Oh, make flags. Make a banner. Black Adam, a bit more on that, in a almost throwaway sentence he has seemingly confirmed the rock not black adam has seemingly confirmed that the justice society of america will be present in this movie oh. not all of them but i think a couple of characters like hawkman is said to be in there maybe some others so i guess they're using the opportunity to sort of branch out and make it a bit bigger than it and you go back be. to JSA, like Captain Marvel, now Shazam was there, so therefore Black Adam was very much a presence in the JSA comics. So it does fit having them be introduced here. And why not launch them in a the movie starring The Rock, who makes movies that everybody seems to want to see? Me included. I do like me some rock. Ghostbusters 2020. I don't know if that's what they're actually calling it. Let's go with it. <laughs> often referred to as that. Bill Murray will return. He was the last one that was to be confirmed. So we got them all? All of them. Well, almost. Obviously, we've not got Harold Ramis. Obvious uh, reasons. It would be awkward to... But all living cast members are back. We still don't know how much screen time they will have, but they're back. Playing their characters, because not we, like in the reboot where yeah, they played different characters. Because we know this is a a con a, like a continued story within the continuity within the same universe. So it's a sequel to one and two. They have to be playing themselves. Oh, right? Of course, they are. no, they yeah. are. They are playing themselves. Yeah, awesome. Very Fantastic. excited for that. Now this is you know I had kind of uh, parted ways with this franchise because I just figured nah, it doesn't look like they're going to be pressing on with it. But Star Trek Four. Paramount Pictures is in final talks with Noah Hawley to write and direct the next film. So this, yeah, with excitement. So this is a um, what universe? The Kelvin timeline. The Kelvin timeline. So yep. Chris Pine. Everybody. Yep. All of them. Uh, Zachary Quinto. Everyone said to be back for this movie. Keep going. So, so I'm glad they're looking at doing a continuation and not rebooting again because I do like you. You're right. The, the movies aren't perfect. I will still stand by that first Pine 
Star Trek film. Oh, it is brilliant. Oh, you know what? The second one, I enjoy it. For... Oh, it's problematic. The main, the main <laughs> gripe, the main gripe for that second one is that they were so adamant that he wasn't calm. No, that's it. And it's like, come on, he clearly is. And then you see the movie, and they're like, ta-da! No, we know. No, get out and, of here. And, and I'm annoyed <laughs> that you. That, anyway, but I guess they don't want you to know what's going to happen. But they went out of the way to say that he wasn't, and he was. Star Trek Beyond, I really like. It was like an episode, a really movie. fun movie. Like it just, it's it was down to what Star Trek was. I couldn't watch the, the scene over and over. Enterprise in space in battle, Beastie Boys, love it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> and just how the music is in sync with the action is so good. So speaking of the music, like the one thing that draws me into these Star Trek movies is that Michael Giacchino score. Like to have a fourth movie. If they turn around and say, oh, we're not using that song, oh, get to. out of town. They'd have to. Get out of town. Even if it's not Michael Giacchino, they bring him back. You lift his score from those first three movies. Yeah, just steal it. Just, just. They've got to use it. It's all good. You own it, so Paramount. Just. And, and you know what? He actually, I'll give props to Into Darkness here. His score improves on the initial score. Like, especially like the fanfare main theme. Is so good for Into Darkness. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, is that Star Wars? No, no, you're right. That was. <laughs> yeah. I, I know which bit you're talking about. <laughs> I've got some big Star Wars news, actually. Ah, oh, there we go. Yeah. The next Star Wars film and director will be announced in January. Ooh. Let's wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting, though. Oh, edge of my seat. Uh... But it's good timing for them, though, because you get the, the new movie in December. Everyone's happy at Christmas time. And then come <laughs> January, here's the new thing. Happy New Year. Were they? They weren't. weren't they talking about taking a bit of a hiatus break? They were, yeah. <laughs> I mean, next year we know we're getting Obi Wan on Disney Plus, right? So they're doing other things, but just to get an announcement of another film and a director, you know, it still would mean a couple years. It could be two, the, three years away. Yeah, we might not see another Star Wars until twenty twenty three, possibly at a push. But that's cool. Um, Robocop Returns. Is this the first <laughs> time I'm hearing about this? It. Could be. Definitely seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop Returns has a new director. Again, not sure if had a director before. It um, did. It was Neil Blomkamp. Very good. Um, Abe Forsyth um, from Little Monsters has just come on board the project. Um, it'll be a direct sequel to the original 1987 Robocop. How many original Robocops were there? Whew, three? Good question. Was I think three? they did three. And then they did that awful TV series I used to watch. Right, and the, the, the reboot movie. Yeah, they did the reboot, but we don't count that. Oh, no. So I think there were three. And I'm pretty sure Frank Miller wrote the script for Robocop 3. Oh, interesting. Oh. I could have used that as trivia, maybe, maybe. If it's true. I'm pretty sure it's true. And if, if you were doing trivia today. But that's all right. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I feel as though you spent as much time on Robocop as you want to. You I don't mean, seem to be much of a fan. Oh, well, let's, yeah. I mean, if I'm honest, I was more Terminator than Robocop. I think, yeah. Same, but, you know, same. a new one. I did watch the, the remake at the cinema and I thought it was pretty shit. But I guess they're kind of doing the Terminator thing where they're just like, hey, you know oh, those sequels? Ignore yeah, them. And then yeah. just picking and choosing what's canon. And if you've heard our Dark Fate <laughs> review, you know what we think <laughs> about that. Eddie Murphy and Jerry Bruckheimer are bringing Beverly Hills Cop 4 to Netflix. Okay. I will say there's no way Eddie Murphy doesn't do a stand-up comedy special for Netflix. <laughs> it's coming. It he, is coming. 
He's gone all in, it seems, at Netflix. I hope Adam Sandler's not getting nervous. <laughs> He's got, there's, a new... there's enough Netflix for everybody. <laughs> all the streams. But you if you look, the like the first thing he did for Netflix, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, and then they did that 45-minute Q&A, them two together. Dolmite is my name. Now Beverly Hills Cop 4, and there'd been rumours about him coming back to stand-up. I reckon it'll happen at Netflix. But anyway, Beverly Hills Cop 4, what do you think? Well, okay, we got a confirmed fourth movie. Fantastic. It's what we wanted. It's what you wanted. Do you know they shot a pilot? Yeah, um, yeah. this isn't the thing that... That thing you yelled at one time. You shot that (laughs) That was something else. No, they they shot a pilot, and I've seen a picture of Eddie Murphy in the TV pilot, and it was um, the guy that did the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series, yeah, where he was at the station, and the sun went out, to basically be Axel Foley. So that would be my fear, having a fourth Beverly Hills Cop, but as long as he's still Axel Foley, and not just, like... An old guy, yeah. an old cop by the rules. Well, that's the that's the whole thing. So we're happy that we're getting a fourth one. Yes. The fact it's on Netflix, you know what? I'm at that point where I'm like, I don't even think that's a detriment. No, no, I don't either. I don't. Yeah, I mean, there I was mean, that time where... I would have liked... If, if this was... At the movies, hundred percent. I would be at the cinema watching it. Yeah, but I'm okay with it being no, it's, on Netflix. I mean, it's, it just we'll get it quicker. It'll get you can watch it at home straight away. And you don't have to buy a movie ticket. I mean, there's that. So either way, we get the movie. I'm happy that he's working again. I'm really, really happy. It's just out of everything that he's ever done, Beverly Hills Cop is my favourite. So I really like the character of Axel Foley he's great in that role so I'm just hoping that we get a good movie we've got some Mission Impossible news um, Pom Clementine uh, joins Mission Impossible 7 and 8 another actress joins 7 and 8 as well not, I cannot remember who it is we talked about it previously <laughs> different to her but there was another actress and I remember being excited about but we talk about that much stuff on this do show you know, it's hard to keep do track. you know Pom Clementine from anything besides Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy nope so, so I can only really base her as an actress on that I know she was in an episode of Black Mirror this is going to kill me now it's an actress that I do like that has been added Rebecca Ferguson we know she's coming back but it's somebody else, another actress that I like, and she's been added to the Mission franchise. Anyway, this actress... <laughs> Riveting news. It was put... Because most people now are active on social media, you know, actors, directors, yeah. whatever. And the director announced her casting on social media, and she replied with, Mischief accepted. It's kind of cute. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said a mission accepted. Yeah. Okay, good. Rightio. Oh, oh, strap yourself in. We have some Has Fallen news. Has yes. Fallen, as in the Has Fallen this trilogy? is a thing. Oh, well, well, at the moment it's a trilogy. <laughs> the Has Fallen series isn't done yet. The action film series starring Gerard Butler as Secret Service agent Mike Banning has more movies on the way. There are even local language TV spin-offs coming as well. So I don't quite know... Holy crap. This is well, like, insane. It's like spin, like spin-offs, like set in the same within that world, but then there'll be like you know they did that show like on other countries sort like, of thing. You know there's that show on Netflix at the moment, Criminal. There's like a UK version. There's a German version. Are they all set in the same? It's the they've used the same sets, but it's actors 
from the country that the show's based in. So if you oh, watch okay. the United Kingdom one, David Tennant's in the first episode, Haley Atwell is in the second one. So minus that, so that is essentially, but that's essentially a remake of the same thing, though. Different right? characters and different plots. Okay, but only that's... they've used the same set. Okay. So I don't quite know what's going on here. Anyway, anyway. More, I think it would let's... be more interesting if it was like, you know, you've got NCIS, Los Angeles, oh, and Miami. You know, like, so it's set in the same world, but different uh, things. Hang on, it's... hang on. Let's, let's forget about the TV spin-off <laughs> for a moment. I just want to know what They're planning in total to do six Has Fallen movies. Last night, I watched Angel Has Fallen. Tell me, is it warranting a fourth fifth and sixth movie no no <laughs> i remember when olympus has fallen came out it it was it was that you know the remember when armageddon and deep impact came yeah, out there was a what volcano has or dante's no, peak it, you're right what no. was it called white um white house, white house down. down yeah <laughs> white house has fallen but it's that thing where <laughs> silly. movies that are very similar come along at the same time Olympus Has Fallen was better than the Channing Tatum one. Although that, that was, was fun. good. And then uh, London Has Fallen was okay. And I've got to say, though, the latest one, Angel Has Fallen, Nick Nolte is bloody brilliant in it. He plays Banning's dad. That's not a spoiler, it's in the trailer. It's just they did that thing where they wanted to show that he was a man and not a Superman. So he's. Oh, he, you know, he has a dad. <laughs> yeah, he does. But they're doing that thing where he's slower, he's older. Yeah. But no doubt they'll do Has Fallen 4 and he'll be back to being a superhero again, like he was in those first two movies. But anyway. How many more things can fall? I mean, he's Angel, so he fell himself in the third one. <laughs> he was the president's guardian angel. So it's not even it's not even tied down to, like, locations. I mean, it was, but now it's not. Now it's him. Mm. I thought it might have just been set in like Los Angeles or something. But yeah, no, that's just me. That's just me. I thought that was the angel. No, 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 it's him. Yep, cool. It's him. All right. They're fun movies, though, aren't they? Like they're just they're just old school classic action. Yeah. You know, I'd heard him call be called. Fuck that again. I'd heard him be called Jerry Butler so many times in interviews <laughs> and everywhere. Like at the weekend, you know, my wife's like, oh, what are we going to watch? And I'm like, we could watch the new Jerry Butler movie. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, please stop calling him that. So I've gone back to Jerry Butler. Oh, Jerry Butler. It's going to happen. Um, so Uncharted, you know that old thing. You play the games? Never. Very good. Uh, good games, good games. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is in final talks uh, to play Victor Sully Sullivan alongside Tom Holland's Nathan Drake in Sony's upcoming Uncharted film. So I do I do know the character of Nathan Drake, and he kind of looks like Wahlberg, who I think what? at one point... He was. Yeah, they were looking at him for the part. and When they were talking about this, like, I don't know, five, oh, ten years ago, it was... Fans for the longest time wanted Nathan Fillion. But, you know, say if they cast Nathan Fillion now, it would be like... You know, you couldn't, you couldn't, wouldn't be playing Nathan Drake in 10 years' time. Tom Holland, if they want to do Uncharted movies for the next 10, 15, 20 years, they could if they want. I've, I've got no... If it makes money. I've got no investment in this, in Uncharted at all. But for me, it looks like they've got a kid to play an adult. Yeah, so it's like they're going younger. And Sully is an, an older guy. I was thinking more like uh, Bruce Campbell. Wow, okay. Uh, it would sound like him. Give him grey hair and a moustache. Perfect. But if they're, going, if they're going younger, 
It's like, I don't know. Do you want to spend more money? Get Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Campbell would be cheaper. And like, and why not? You'd have a Spider-Man with, a, with Bruce Campbell again. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. But no, they're good games though. So if you do ever pick up a PlayStation 4 controller, oh, you've got a PS3, you could play. Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to, we're not here to talk games. <sighs> Nicolas Cage has got a um, interesting Let's go back project. to the video games. <laughs> what uh, has he got? What it's he got? called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Cage will play himself. Modest. The film follows Cage trying to win a Tarantino role as he occasionally talks to an egotistical 90s version of himself that drags him for making bad films. This what? is madness. What? So we could potentially see him play once again some of his iconic roles from the 90s. They're going to de-age him. I don't think this movie would have that kind of budget, <laughs> to be honest. This, this sounds this, like they've got to de-age him. We, but... could, we could see potentially Nicolas Cage having a conversation with Nicolas Cage as Cameron Poe, which would blow my mind. <laughs> I love Con Air so much. My brain's thinking of like face off. I'm like, what? That's the closest we got to that happening. <laughs> Was he Caster Troy in that movie? <laughs> in face off? Oh, God. That's so good. Leaving Las Vegas, face off, The Rock, Con Air. Big hits in the 90s. But they weren't. They weren't bad films. What's he talking about? No, no. But I, I just don't know. You just, you just okay, yeah. No, but we, it's but maybe it's his younger self, like dragging him for making bad films. Now you know those ten oh, films right. he pumps out a year. Yeah, I just I don't know. But you know what? To make this film, I don't know. You got, got balls on him. <laughs> call it the unbearable cage of massive talent. Ooh, or something. yeah, yeah. I can't remember the last time I was interested in a movie starring Nicolas Cage. Except for obviously Teen Titans go to the movies. <laughs> I was pretty keen for that one. But he's at his live action movies. And the last one that I watched of his was Mom and Dad. I remember you talking about yeah. that one. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> it was like... I just I'm very interested in what this is gonna be. Ghostface is back. A fifth screen movie is officially in the works. We don't know anything else. But I saw someone post something online as an idea, and I like it. Now, this idea, whatever you... Because I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay, yeah. This idea has to fit into the mould that they've established. Now, what they've done... Scream was, you know, the the, the, the horror movie. Scream 2 was the sequel. They poked fun at the sequel. The third one was, like, poking fun at, the, like, trilogies and, and all that. The fourth one was poking fun at reboots. What is this fifth movie... Have you seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare? Ah. In that film, Freddy is real and he's going after the actress that played Nancy in The Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, so Somebody pitched the idea. Campbell. Yes, going after the cast. And that would be a way of bringing everybody back. Right. Because they can't, in the continuity of the movie, because they're dead, Matthew Lillard, you know, is, is, is currently on a break from Scooby-Doo because <laughs> what's-his-face is he's playing, his, he's playing Shaggy. So Matthew Lillard yeah. and, yeah, Courtney Cox. Like, everyone. It's an idea. I like it. I read it online. I thought, you know what? 
I'd watch that. Yeah, because that I think could be fun. like if they were just if they if they literally just say, look, with Scream Five, and it's this Ghostface, and he's going after Sydney Prescott again. It's sort of like you can't just do it again. Why? But if it's like, Ghostface going after Neve Campbell, yeah. And then I guess the 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 parody there is, or the satire is, like when movies become meta, which is like. It's like reality. A, oh yeah, kind of, yeah. I don't know. I think there's something in that. There's something I, there. That, I don't know exactly could, what it is. But. That could be good. Um, oh, I mentioned Freddy. Wes Craven's estate is reportedly taking pictures for a new Nightmare and Elm Street film. What kind of camera are they using? <laughs> <laughs> the thing though, this was said maybe a week ago, and now the director of Doctor Sleep has an idea. Ooh, now we like this director. We do. Because The Haunting of Hill House, other things. Oculus? Yes. <laughs> he did that movie. Other thing, that's fine. Um, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Flanagan, isn't it? Is it Mike Flanagan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, Haunting of Hill House, we've talked about that so much on the show, how much so, we love it. So he's put his... Apparently uh, he's got an idea for Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. I'm interested. Right. Uh, TV news, uh, DC's Universe's Titans has been renewed for a third season. It took two seasons, but Titans has officially revealed Dick Grayson's Nightwing costume. Did this appear in season two at all? Or? This is going to be featured in the season two finale. I'm not Oh, so we're not there sure. yet. We're not there yet, but this is on the DC Universe app in the US. When the, when the whole season finish of that first season... Ed, to Netflix, isn't it? We got it on Netflix yeah. here in Australia. So I'm thinking that maybe that's going to happen again for season two. If that's the case, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll get it. But until then, no idea. But they've put out a teaser trailer and it has Dick Grayson as Nightwing. And they've done a fantastic job on the costume. I saw the images on our Facebook, our socials. Um, yeah, it looks good. It looks great. Like, it really looks good. And and the, the way they've cut the trailer together is really cool as well. You've got a showdown in the street with Deathstroke, and you've got the Titans, the, like, the inside of vehicle, and then you hear footsteps on the roof, and it's Nightwing who does a flip, and oh, it's flip. great. It's, <laughs> it, it looks it looks really good. Like, and they've been slowly building to him having a new identity. Fans of the comics, you'd know he was always going to become Nightwing, but it's still cool. Crisis Aftermath. Oh. Yeah, this is pretty right, cool. Yeah. Like, You've got you've had like the Talking Dead and various other talky shows after. Oh, that's shows what this is. Air. Okay, it is Crisis on Infinite Earths is coming, and so is the after show. Crisis Aftermath will be hosted by Kevin Smith, and will go in depth to explore every angle of this year's five episode crossover. Cool. So we'll get a we'll get a Crisis Aftermath after, after every each episode. episode. Cool. First one being Supergirl. Oh. That's the first part of the crossover. So we get three before Christmas, and then when the show returns, or the shows return in January, we'll get parts four and five, and it's the first time they've done this. That's kind of... Oh, I mean, um, that kind of... I don't know, that seems to be odd that they're doing that. I feel like... I get why they've done that, though, because it's going to get them a ratings boost end of the season or mid-season break. Mm, yeah. People coming back. But at the same time, I think it could be a timing issue as well. Like They don't want to delay it from airing before the end of the year. So maybe they're focusing on those first couple of episodes, getting them finished, and they wouldn't have had the other episodes ready. 
Because oh, if you okay. think of no, the size, yeah. the cast, the the money, like this is going to be, it's the biggest crossover they've ever. I just know attempted. when they've done their crossovers, it's sort of like a movie across multiple nights kind of thing. That is how they've done it before. But you're talking about they started off by doing the first crossover they did. It was a two part special of Flash and Arrow. Yeah. And as they grew, they got to three parts. Supergirl. And then when they did Elseworlds, they were kind of saying it was four parts, but really it was like the last minute of Supergirl and then the other shows. Right. But this one, you're going to get, start to finish, five episodes, Crisis and Infinite Earths. The end of the third episode is going to be something maddening, madness, crazy. I do know that Tom Welling, backers Clark Kent, and Erica Jorance as Lois Lane... They appear in Batwoman, so we have to wait until January to see them. <laughs> but you do see they put out a trailer, and Tom Welling is in there. Cool, pretty exciting. Oh, and Kevin Smith, we should talk about him. We like him. Yeah. He's going to be he's good hosting at, the show. He's good at talking. He's very good at talking. Comic books, TV. He's, he's also good at being silent, but yeah. he's very good at talking. <laughs> uh, multi-talented man. Very good. He Slow. can talk and he can not talk. Slow. He's got it covered. Let me do the next Okay, thing. what's next? Slugfest. What the hell is Slugfest? Well, a Marvel versus DC docuseries from the Russo brothers is coming to a new short-form streaming platform called Quibi. Quibi is an upcoming American short-form mobile video platform. Okay, I'm interested in... Slugfest as a docu-series and Russo Brothers being behind it. Mm. DC Marvel, we like both those things, but it's content only available to watch on a mobile device. Ridiculous. Steven Spielberg's doing one. Isn't he fully against like all this? No, that's just Netflix. Oh. <laughs> he's okay with content no, on he's phones. against Netflix getting Oscars and... I don't know movies. about Queeby. I really don't know. Apparently, there is going to be a show i'm pretty it's not spielberg somebody else is going to be a show oh there's a oh what is it there's a fugitive remake coming to i think it's queeby <laughs> as well and it's not featuring any of the characters oh good but it's keeper sutherland playing an original character and it's called the fugitive that's going to be on there there's another show i heard about where you can only watch it at night time what <laughs> But but I guess if you change the settings on your phone to PM, then yeah. maybe that. What is happening? Like, what? why can't we just watch things on TV like we used to? <laughs> the world's too complicated, and I'm yelling at clouds. Queeby, <laughs> it's like it's a it's a new thing. The this slugfest though, going back to the the docu series. So this was apparently a book, and it, it sort of details. Yeah, that's I guess true. the history of like the publication of the two um, comic book. Uh, companies, behemoths, whatever. So it's sort of it'll be an interesting look at. I'm interested that in drama. That. I am interested yeah. in the docu series, but the whole thing about Queeby. Not only do you watch it on your mobile device, it is short form content. So mm. we're talking maybe five minutes per episode. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's, maybe the, just you'll give me get a documentary. Yeah, weirdos, do it properly, Russo's. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess it's his new thing, and everyone wants to get in and try it. You know, people want bite sized content. Do they, though? Young people. As I, as I look at our, our podcast face. episode going over an hour. We're doing very, very well for time. <laughs> okay, next story. Um, it might not be true, I don't know, because Jeff Goldblum's been saying things, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but I'll do the story anyway. Goldblum has revealed Grandmaster and Iron Man both feature in an episode of Marvel Studios' What If? That'll be coming to Disney+. Plus. 
This is what he had to say. Robert Downey Jr. will do a voice in that and Korg, Taika Wahiti, had already recorded his voice for that. Okay. So that's what Goldblum's saying. So he didn't officially get reported because, yeah, it would be cool, I guess, if Downey Jr. plays... In fact, you know what? I hate it. No, (laughs) because we can talk spoilers here. Everybody must have seen Endgame by now. And if you're listening to us, you have. Come on. Tony Stark, (laughs) Iron Man... Is dead and what they absolutely <laughs> honestly the emotion everything like Danny mm. Jr. is so good in those final scenes it's perfect for him to then just come back jump into the the voice booth and just say a few lines of Stark I don't want that to be his last thing mm. as an alternative okay so you, the options would be you don't ever feature Tony Stark or Iron Man in in this What If series at all. Oh, would the alternative be you do very briefly, but you just have someone who sounds like him? I mean, it is that what if, and it's said to be touching upon every MCU movie in this first season. They've kind of got Iron Man in the Peggy Carter short where she is actually I not uh, Captain America. Yeah. But I think she's like Captain Britain or something. And you've got skinny Steve Rogers in the Iron Man armour. Have you seen that? I've seen and some also in the artwork. clip there's... Uh, zombie Captain America that's pretty cool I don't know I just I just think Downey should just stop with Endgame and I do believe that he has I just think Goldblum is saying things <laughs> Jeff Goldblum says things I'd watch that <laughs> we are <laughs> She-Hulk, uh, TV writer Jessica Gao, has been tapped to be the lead writer on Marvel's She-Hulk show for Disney+. Plus. Um, Gao is known best for her run on Rick and Morty, especially her episode Pickle Rick, which resulted in an Emmy for the writer. I did not know Pickle Rick episode got an Emmy. That's, that's the news. I mean, I didn't, but awesome episode. <laughs> Fantastic. I have come around on Rick and Morty, by the it way. It is I would like a great to show. announce that here officially. There was so much demand in the UK for the new season of Rick and Morty. They brought it forward. They have it now. Oh, all right. Here in Australia... Not when I was vocal. (laughs) On Netflix, where we get to watch Rick and Morty, it's got the December schedule, and then at the end of all the releases, it says, coming soon for Rick and Morty. So next year, then. Probably going to have to wait until next year. Um, are we going to talk about She-Hulk or just Rick and Morty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not a Rick and Morty story, is it? Um, no. Yeah, cool. She-Hulk. Yeah, so that's happening. Yeah, move on then. I do I do like <laughs> She-Hulk as a character and yeah, that's cool. I mean, we've talked about She-Hulk before. We have. The I news don't know is what's... about the director. Yeah, so. a, that's good news. Doctor Who. <laughs> There's more. Ooh. Doctor Who Series 13 is already in the works. This has been confirmed by showrunner Chris Chibnall. That's pretty cool. Is there a rule with how many seasons um, the the new doctors get? Like, Never is it a sort rule of like two? on seasons. No, because the seasons just continue. Sure. Yeah. There's or series. Whatever. There was a rule on how many times the doctor could regenerate. Yet they wrote it in, or they worked it into the story oh, that very good. that's not the case anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they found a loophole. Ah, very good. The doctor now shouldn't be alive. Cool. Because he had, now she, had exhausted all his, why am I not 
transportations, regenerations, exhausted all his regenerations. Right. That's when he what becomes he, another what, person. What, what, what's supposed to happen? He just turns into like a puddle or something? He'd, no, he'd just die. Oh, cool. He'd just simply be no more. But mm. now he's a she. And she's good. She's good in the role. Joy DeWitt, because she's back as the Doctor. A um, couple of guest stars, though. Lenny Henry, Stephen Fry. Oh. And more. There's always more. There's always but more. But they're two, uh, two of the big ones. And they will be in the first episode of series 12. 13? Nope. Series 13 is already in the works. I don't know. No, no, 12. 13's in the works, but they're about to launch 12 oh, early 2020. Very nice. Doctor Who's confusing. Oh, I'm not all about it. Um, Sin City, one year after Frank Miller regained the film and TV rights to his own graphic novel saga, it looks like we'll finally get to see the Sin City series back on the screen. Legendary television which I didn't know was a thing, but it is, has secured a deal with Miller to create a television show based on Sin City. Um, it looks like Robert Rodriguez, who directed both Sin City films, could be coming back into the fold. Directing a few episodes, maybe? Producing? I remember that first movie, really liking it. I think it's still good now, and it's you know the, the, the style, like, it looks just like the comic did, the black and white. The choices of like limited colour. Yeah, I almost forget that the second one even exists. Yeah, that's what I was going to Yeah, the second one is very forgetful. I mean... A Dame to a Kill? I don't even know what it's called. A Dame to Kill to... Something... A Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, yeah, Time that, to Kill. That's not it. Nope. But Sin City, yeah, Frank Miller's doing something with it. There's a big fan base and of that original movie as well. People really like it. I did in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> that's when it came out. Sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That sounds about right, yeah. Got the DVD. <laughs> I, was, I was all into it. and Yeah, so TV, it's happening. The Lord of the Rings series has been renewed for season two as season one pre-production ramps up in New Zealand. That's exciting. Right, so wait, at least it sounds like they've got confidence in this. This is show. Amazon, isn't it? So this is going to be an expensive looking show. Yeah, well, and I don't think you'd expect that from Lord of the Rings. But like I said, they've got confidence in their show. The first season hasn't even landed yet, not even finished, and they're going, you know what, let's start on two. Let's not waste time. Yeah, it's getting straight into it. That's confidence. I hope it works out for them, because that would be sad for them. And they announced an actor, didn't they? Is it Will Poulter? He's going to be one of the leads in season one. I'm pretty sure we covered that on the show. I might have come up. Might have come up. We probably just brushed over it as we do uh let's talk zorro um a new modern day zorro series starring a female protagonist is currently in development at cbs so a female zorro is that what they're doing yeah and i don't i've never read that i don't i've not seen that before so okay doing something i'm assuming she's gonna be oh no you said modern day (laughs) i missed that part of the news story okay cool no (laughs) <laughs> I like olden days you know, Zorro I male e- or female I, I don't even, care I even said modern day Zorro and it still didn't register that I still pictured like you know the Zorro outfit yeah. and the, the little swordy things that they got and female Zorro fine but I don't know modern day so it's going to be like a modern day city maybe and she's running around dressed as Zorro is she just going to run around just like hassle people and she'll be a descendant in a modern day setting it just seems like she'd be a pain in the ass remember the mask of Zorro yeah such a good movie (laughs) that is a great movie that's a good spin on it's great on the the Zorro story I love it Mm. I love it and then the director went on to do a Green Lantern but anyway um, The Witcher 
Henry Cavill's Witcher series has already been renewed for season two. And we get season one on Netflix in December. That's going to be one of their big releases for the year. Never played the game, never read the book. But I do like that Henry Cavill, so I'll be checking (laughs) out the show. Yeah, oh, my, I don't know. Nothing about this appeals to me. I don't know. Even Henry Cavill. I reckon I will definitely watch an episode. Like the first one, I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, it looks more like something (laughs) my, my wife would watch. I just don't like those. just because she likes you know Lord of the Rings, yeah, and Game of Thrones, all of that stuff. I mean, I I got into Lord of the Rings eventually. I, I just struggle with like like uber fantasy based things. So. I mean, The Witcher is it's huge. I'm sure it is. Uh, I'm yeah. sure the, the series is going to do well for Netflix. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine has Nine Nine. Oh, wow, has a thing officially <laughs> renewed for you. You're throwing me off. Uh, officially renewed for season eight. By NBC. Nine nine. Uh, that means it will have continued for at least three seasons after Fox cancelled it. Yeah, it's so. a great show. Absolutely love this show. I think it's the fact that it's on NBC that people just keep thinking it's going to get cancelled because that's what NBC does. Like, people love this show. Yeah, that's why yeah, NBC so, picked it up. <laughs> but like... When I hear that it's renewed, I'm just I'm not surprised. I'm like, people love it. People are watching I'm surprised because once it got cancelled <laughs> by Fox, it's mm. such a good show. It's got so many moving parts, yet they all work. Like It is such a well-cast show and well-written show. And I, I love it. It is a great show. Eight seasons. You know, for the longest time, I've been seeing ads for Apple Plus TV or Apple TV Plus, whatever they're calling it. Maybe. They really need to be clear about that. Is that what they're calling it? Because um, I've got an Apple TV box, right. and that's where I watch Netflix and all the other good stuff. See, I don't see the Apple TV ads because I don't have Apple TV. I see, like, Amazon Prime and stuff. real TV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. proper TV and the ads for... So I think it is Apple TV+. Plus. So that is their streaming app. And up until now, there'd been nothing that they'd advertised that I was interested in. Servant looks bloody good. The M. Night Shyamalan show, which got the weird baby, freaky. Anyway, ahead of its November 28th release, it's been renewed. Second season. When I, when I flicked through the news that you sent through, you know, all the other stuff we want to talk about, I misread that because I did stop at that one and I, I read, oh, M. Night Shyamalan. I thought, I was like, this first season has already come and gone. I was no. like, where was it? I was like, must be on this Apple TV thing and... If it, uh, so that is the official name, Apple TV Plus. There you go. That's that's what it's called. Plus now it's I'm curious. On. I don't know if I don't know how they do things. If they just release the whole thing, mm. Netflix style, or if they're going to do it weekly like Disney Plus. You know, what? I think that's more of an interesting topic than this uh, this servant show. What? I think. So. Do you not think what? it was good? No, I, I haven't. Really I haven't good. seen anything of it, so I kind of. Oh, have you not? Maybe I should get on. Oh, the, then we it can talk. looks. Really good. I want to go back to that uh, that binging question. Do you prefer the binge or the weekly release, which Disney seemed to be doing? I prefer the choice. I guess <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. I I like what Disney Plus are doing. Where is the can? It's old school. It's like giving you yeah. an episode a week. I guess like Netflix wanted to be. Different. And I'm saying They're it's like, old wait. school. It's what TV does. Like yeah. TV still does. <laughs> I like it. I I prefer. Remember when like Stranger Things season three came out. It was that one fun weekend. And, and then, then you watch it. And we stopped talking about it. But now <laughs> I'm like, oh, Friday. 
Mandalorian. Yeah. It is a thing. Not us, because we haven't been on, you know, doing our, our thing, but for the past three weeks, I've just had people talking about the Mandalorian every week, and they'll continue to do that for another yeah four or however many episodes they're doing. Because it's not a short burst. So, yes, I'm not sure what they're doing with Apple TV+, Plus, but if they're going to release a whole season, I'll probably trial it and have a look. But I did hear, though, like if you buy an Apple product, you get Apple TV+, Plus for a year. But anyway... That might not be true, but that's, <laughs> that's what I may or may not have heard somewhere. But this show, Servant, looks really good. I'm going to look into it and see what it's all about. That's it for our <laughs> TV. A nice, tight hour. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, we've got some recommends. Who should go first? Well, you've done most of the talking, so I'll, um, by hosting, I mean. So I, I'll go first, if you okay. don't mind. And we mentioned Mandalorian already, and we're no doubt going to mention it again. But I want to talk about the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Because with the launch of Disney+, Plus, all I could think about was The Mandalorian. Yet I watched that first episode of The World According to Jeff Goldblum, (laughs) half an hour of him and sneakers, and I was hooked. There's There's something so satisfying about watching Jeff Goldblum sniffing a shoe he wrote like, that to me as a message <laughs> i was i was like i'm watching this television show and jeff Golden is sniffing a shoe and i love it he is thoroughly entertaining and very interesting as a person <laughs> like he's, there's so much going on there but it's as it's as if he is experiencing the world for the first time. I think he and is. It's I'm pretty mesmerized. sure he's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's mesmerizing. It's so it's so interesting. Like, but he is diving into fun. things that I guess if you don't really think about these things or go into Oh the world like of sneakers like, and people paying I'm, so much cash. I'm I have no not idea. Somewhat, there's like a black market for it almost. Have you, how many episodes have you watched the ice cream? Oh, all one? of them, yeah. yeah. You watched the, the one about the, the tattoos? Tattoos, yeah. I love when he was looking at tattoos of himself. This is what I'll say, though. That first episode on sneakers is absolutely fantastic, and I would recommend it to anyone. And I'm recommending the show as a whole, but the ice cream one, I was kind of, oh, it's kind of okay. And the <laughs> tattoos, oh, it was pretty good. But the sneakers episode, I've got to go back to that one, because that was a solid... It's a good one to... Episode. It's the best one to launch it on. And then yeah. you, you watch the trailer, and there's so many other topics coming... And it's a fun show, but again, like The Mandalorian, each week you'll get a new episode. You can't just sit there and watch them all. And I, I do like the fact that you have to wait. Because you know what? In in five or so weeks, we'll, we'll be talking about the latest we'll keep talking Jeff Goldblum episode, the latest Mandalorian episode. Honestly, I'm just... As I'm watching that first episode, like I'm I'm, like, I'm second-guessing myself. Like, Am I really enjoying this as much as I think I am? It's it just, just pure funny. joy. He he makes noises. He's purring. He's pulling faces. Ooh, wow. and, and the guy's just so stylish. <laughs> I love it when... I mean, there are some obvious moments where he's just pulling a face and, you know, like as a reaction to something that someone else has, has said. And the camera will just linger on him. And it will just it will just focus on his face. And you're just like... Just all the goblin just oh, washing over you. Yeah, I know. Just, you just reminded me. In it. The first episode with the sneakers... And when the guy first calls him a bopper... Yeah, like you're bopping. And he's like, oh, what? What's this? And the way that he's looking at it... 
you know what? Tonight, I'm going to go home and I'm going to rewatch the Sneakers episode. <laughs> I, I can't recommend this show enough. I've been recommending it to people at work. It is a great show. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. See, now I know why you wanted to go first, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I kind of figured between us we're going to recommend the, Je- the Jeff. The World According to Jeff Goldblum <laughs> I mean, and the other show being... Darkwing Duck. No. Oh. Um, nah, look... Disney Plus as a whole, there's so much, and I no, you can't do the whole thing. No, I'm not doing the whole thing, but I mean, there's so much to choose from, and I was going to recommend the, the Jeff Goldblum show, but, like there's so much from the the classic, you know, animated shows, the the classic Marvel shows, all these weird little Star Wars Legos. There's even like a Star Wars documentary, which is probably on like a DVD somewhere anyway from like 2004. But I guess I instead of recommending Gargles or something, yeah, The Mandalorian. Why not? <laughs> On default, like, just... Yeah. Oh, now I feel like I should have let you have <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I mean, no, like, I mean, he's your all-time favourite. I'm enjoying The Mandalorian. It's... it's it is really it's good. A, it's a Star Wars Western. You know what it's, threw me, though? Like, just went to watch it, and then, like, the first episode, it's, like, 37, 38 it's, minutes. It's, it's, like, it's not... Second episode is like, 32 minutes, so they're not trying to fill an hour like you'd get with Netflix. I guess they're... They're writing the episodes and they're stopping the episodes where the episode arc ends, you know? like I like that as a choice. That you know, like the, where the first episode ends. We don't go into detail. No, no, no spoilers. No. But you know where it ends and there's the thing. It's like, would you have wanted that episode to continue for 10 oh, minutes? Like, I, I want to say this. No. I, I mean, I'd say I don't want to talk about... I don't want to spoil this, but I feel as though everybody knows because Oh, we can talk about everywhere. the child, can't we? Like, because we got... Disney Plus a week after the US. Baby Yoda was everywhere. Oh, the poor UK. Oh, oh they don't get God. it until end of March. Sorry, our UK next year. listeners. What can but we it's, do? Yeah, but again, like it's everywhere. Like yeah. and even like I think it was just before or maybe the same day that Disney Plus launched in Australia, the official Star Wars social media accounts were posting images, HD images, of Baby Yoda and it's like Come on. Did you see it before you saw? Of course I did. I did not. How did you not? I just stay away. No, a week of seeing Baby Yoda online. I I don't know how you managed that. When I saw that little... That is ridiculous. The first time they show... I don't want to tell you where they show... But the first time they show that thing, it's it's like... I was like, what the hell How did you see that for the first time? I I, I can't even. Because it it was everywhere. It was absolutely... Everywhere, don't know. You did very well to not go on the internet for a week. I guess because it was everywhere. I guess you know a little bit behind the scenes here. It's like you seem to do more news research than me. So. I can't believe you didn't know. <laughs> I just anyway, out. hopefully there's can other we, people. Can we make like it clear you. though that it's actually it's not Yoda. <laughs> it's it's like a race of it's, Yoda and yeah. So it's well, this is the they well, don't is it or isn't it? Because apparently it's the same species and it's said to be fifty years old. Yeah. They make reference to that. We know that Yoda is a lot older than that. But are we talking about, is Yoda like going all Benjamin Button, aging backwards? Who knows? Who knows what's going <laughs> what on? About? I just don't know. <laughs> but but it, it could be. It might not be. It no, could it's be, definitely not. It, this... it could have regenerated like the Doctor. I don't know. I mean, it's a little kid, 50-year-old so kid. This set a couple years after the end of episode six. Let me tell you. See, it's five years after Return right, of the Jedi and 25 years before Force Awakens. That's where the Mandalorian takes place. So it's five years after Yoda dies, essentially. 
spoilers for episode six of Star Wars. No, oh, no, there's been enough time. Um, and this Yoda is fifty. It's not Yoda. No, I don't think it's Yoda. But they refer to him as Baby Yoda, and he's got the. F- nope. 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 Nah. Nearly. <laughs> Might cut that. No spoilers. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't say anything. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I mean, I gestured with my hand. People cannot see that. I gestured with my hand and said. We need to <laughs> we need to move on before we lose all of our UK listeners. <laughs> um, and I will finish up with some trivia. And just because you took away Jeff Goldblum from me, I'm going to bring him right back with a little bit of Jeff Goldblum trivia. And apparently this is true because he said it oh, okay. on the... And for our UK listeners, he said it on the Graham Norton show. Um, so he told the well-beloved... Uh, host, he once tried to purchase the company of a prostitute at the ripe old age of 13. Um, To do this, this is what he said, in order to afford the appointment, he stole $5 from his father's wallet, and he says, I'd heard about the red light district, so I took $5 from my dad's wallet and went there. I walked back and forth for a while and finally went in and picked a girl. On the way to the bedroom, I said... What time is it? I looked at my watch and said, I've got to go, but I will come back. But he did not return. What? What didn't you follow there? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, none of it. So he stole five bucks from his old man. Yeah, I got that. Went to the red light district. Okay. Went into the places where you purchased the, the lady's yep. time. Um, but before he actually went into the room and... You know, attempted to do anything. He checked his watch and said, "Oh, I'll be back in a sec," and never went back. Okay, okay. This is where I'm getting lost. What's the trivia? He tried to. He stole five bucks from his dad and tried to. It's an interesting oh. little story about his maybe life told as a by him on a chat show. I don't know. I okay, it wasn't interesting. Cool. Yep, good. I remember one about first trivia's ever was like something about someone's broken finger. I really? think we've come a long way. Was it Jeff Goldblum? It was reported in the news that he died by falling off a cliff in New Zealand. I remember that. I was like 10, 15 years ago, maybe. That's a better bit of trivia. Everybody knows that Do they? happened and then didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't know that about the red light district. So there we go. Cool. Trivia. Story from his childhood. Get out of here. You do all the trivia. Maybe we'll rename the segment Stories from Actors' Childhoods. Can we? <laughs> well we've, got, we've done our first one so maybe that's it for our movie show please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and please leave us a review it helps listeners just like you find the podcast we're on social media you can find us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram as That Films You Podcast and all our episodes can be found on our website thatfilmsdewpodcast.com if you missed it be sure to check out our recent reviews of Doctor Sleep and Dolmite Is My Name sounds like comics have a recent episode looking at DC Universe's Swamp Thing and Rewind and Review have an upcoming episode looking at The Burbs from is it 1984? incorrect 1989 correct very good (laughs) really looking forward to hearing what you guys say about that movie one of my favourites be gentle and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Frozen 2. Haha, <laughs> just kidding, of course. <laughs> our upcoming review of Knives Out. That'll be our next one. So you, we're definitely not doing Frozen 2. I mean, I will be watching it. I have girls. I will also Kids be watching it. Oh, we're, will you? Well, yeah, I've already got my ticket. Oh, well, you know, I mean, it was a joke, but maybe we will. Who knows? Nah, I think we can let it pass. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we can, I don't know, let it go. Ah. <laughs> so, I had to, so I had to choose 
which I wanted to, which we were going to watch first. Right. But out of Knives Out and Frozen 2, we're watching Frozen 2 first. Oh, you really? <laughs> well, just, you know. Whew. In time for our review. All good. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon. But I'm very curious. I can't remember the last time I was interested in a movie starring Dean Kane. In a movie starring... I don't know why I said Dean Kane. <laughs> I can't, what the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> Ain't that the truth?